Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, and welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, episode 19. This is your host, Dr. Alex Ridley, and I am very excited to be joined today by Jenny J. And she is an 11-time international award-winning certified tea specialist with a specialty in tea institute, with the Specialty Tea Institute, best-selling author of The Essence of Tea, The Transformational Journey of a Tea Connoisseur, the owner and founder of Sipping Streams Tea Company. She's been a speaker at the World Tea Expo and has won first, second, and third at North American Tea Championships and second in the Global Tea Championships. She's also been featured in Fresh Cup Magazine, Edible Alaska, and on NPR. So Jenny, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, you know, I originally reached out to you to kind of have a conversation around immunity and tea, because I know that's something that you talk about a lot. But before we dive into that, I'd love to just, you know, have our listeners get a little more of your background and what got you into the tea world. Yeah, so my background is actually athletic training, which some people know as sports medicine. So that was my first career. And so I used to work at a physical therapy clinic, and I was the head athletic trainer for a high school. I also had post-op patients um, that I worked with. So people who came right out of surgery, and I did their physical therapy on them um, passively with their surgeon sitting next to them. And then um, after that, I was a high school teacher, so I'm still a certified teacher. And I taught math, science, PE, and I, I taught at a private school, a private alternative school, and they wanted me to teach another elective class besides PE. And they're like, why don't you teach a tea class? You seem to know a lot about it. So that's actually kind of how I got into tea, into moving into my tea company that I own now for 13 years um, versus when I started getting interested in tea in college. So that's an interesting kind of journey. So what, what is it? It sounds like you've always had a passion for tea, but what is it about tea that really inspired you to, you know, build this, this business? And I know you've written a book and I think traveled around India and some other places just learning about tea and kind of getting into this tea culture. What have you learned and what brought you into doing that? So I've always actually been a coffee drinker since I was five, but oh, wow. in college, like my second to last year of college, I started drinking tea because it was the cheapest thing on the menu at the coffee shop. And I was like, oh man, I got to pay these student loans back. You know, I got to stop buying my $5.26 drink <laughs> every day. <laughs> this is like ridiculous. That's how much like a whole meal is. I was like, well, let's just pick the cheapest thing on the menu. And that was tea. Um, nowadays, you have all kinds of tea qualities out there. So they're not you know, a dollar anymore. Yeah, so I started drinking tea and all my friends would say, oh, are you drinking tea because you're a trainer? Oh, I heard tea cures cancer. And they would tell me all these things that I'm like, I'm pretty sure 
those are just myths. So I started looking up research in different um, uh, publications on tea while I was having to do my research on sports medicine related things. And I'd actually read the case studies and find out, you know, what happened to certain demographics. And I really love research. So I always want to know the truth of everything. So that's how I started diving deeper into tea and understanding how it works physiologically and what different environmental factors influence a tea drinker or how tea itself is a certain culture that influences people to live a certain lifestyle. So um, the more I got into tea, the more I also learned about my cultural identity being a first generation American, um, being born in Hong Kong, but growing up in Alaska, you know, I'm very culturally Chinese, but at the same time, I'm very American. And I've always felt like I didn't fit in either place. My family always said I was too American. My friends in college said I was too Chinese. And I was like, well, I don't know what I am. So the more I learned about tea, and its cultural background and history, the more I could identify with it and I could connect the two worlds and cultures together. And it just brought me a lot of peace and a lot of healing um, through that journey, even for like my family and our communication styles and our relationships. Because tea is the number one most consumed beverage in the world next to water. Um, in America, not a lot of people know that because coffee is so popular but every history like every culture in the world has some sort of herbal infusion and a history and a story behind it or a ritual and so it also made me very interested in history and how like economic and political movements had happened and were influenced by tea so holistically it made me just very very interested in everything and the more i shared about tea the more other people would share their stories about tea too and what it meant to them, whether it reminded them of a relative or, or of just being sick, but it reminded them of getting better or different things like that. And it was just kind of a, a gathering of different minds and different backgrounds. And I was like, wow, this is so powerful. Like I need to do something about this. So that's why I started my tea company. That's incredible. I, uh, you, that story hits on so many things that I think are, like you said, powerful and also really applicable today because, you know, we're dealing with being quarantined and being in our house and, you know, for you and I, business is looking differently and that's part of what brought on this conversation as well. But, you know, so let's, let's dive into this, I kind of conversation around immunity because there's so many things that go into it and I think you already touched on some of them from a holistic perspective it's you know having a community it's like that interaction it's a ritual it's a, a way to heal it's a way to connect like there's so many different pieces of it so what kind of advice would you have around I guess advice is the word but you know what what would you bring to the conversation in how to use tea to boost your immune system let's go there so one of the number one easiest ways that tea can boost your immune system besides what is in tea itself is that it is 99% water, 99.9% water. So most people whose immune systems are compromised or are on the edge of being compromised, they don't realize they're not staying hydrated. 
and your body is runs off of water. It's essentially the oil in your car. So if your engine has no oil in your car, it's going to work really hard and overheat. And if you compare that to the human body, that's like creating inflammation throughout your whole system, throughout your whole body. And so one of the easiest ways that tea helps boost your immune system, that it's, it's mostly water. And it will instantly, if a person is hydrated the way that they're supposed to, like if you feel thirsty, usually you're already dehydrated. That's, that's a, a consequence yeah. of being dehydrated. And, and being an athletic trainer, like we know how important hydration is in preventing injuries and then healing from injuries. Mm -hmm. It's essentially the method that all of the nutrients and goodness and different chemical components get traveled throughout your body. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And so many of us are dehydrated or I can't tell you how many times I hear people say, I don't like water. Here's a great option for you. Drink tea. Yeah. And I am water. not a water drinker. Like I really don't like drinking water all the years that I played soccer and I was like on a nationally competitive jump rope team. Like I don't like water. Like drinking straight water just makes my tummy feel upset. But then it turned out that I really like warm beverages. And so mm. tea was a great way to have a warm beverage. I don't like drinking really cold things. Yes, it might be kind of cultural, but at the same time, um, some people don't deal with super, super cold liquids that, you know, when they digest it, it might shock the body. Yeah. So. And there's, there's actually plenty, you probably know this, but there's plenty of research out there that shows that, you know, drinking really cold water can shock the body. It can actually, you know, make it harder for your immune system to function well and all that. You want it to be at least body temperature or warm, especially, you know, if you're dealing with a cold or a flu or, you know, we want to warm the body up and so tea can come in there, but continue. Yeah. So one of the easiest ways is staying hydrated. Another reason why tea is so powerful, and this is if we're talking about the Camellia sinensis plant that makes white, green, oolong, black, and poor tea, is there's so many different components in the tea plant itself that, number one, increases metabolism, but like number two, it almost counterbalances it where it slows um, like our nervous system down. So it's kind of strange because you have these methylxanthines, the family of caffeine, but mm -hmm. then you also have L-theanine, which is a very, very powerful, um, oh, what is it? Oh, L-theanine is an amino acid, I think. Sorry, I might've forgot this, right? <laughs> no. but, um, That's all right, I think you're right. And yeah. it is only in green leafy plants. So it's in spinach, it's in romaine, it's in you know, um, leaves. And so when you drink tea, tea has one of the highest concentrations of L-theanine and it calms and relaxes your body. So it's kind of strange because you're getting caffeine and you're, you know, becoming more awake and more energy. And at, at the same time, you know, you might be dilating blood vessels, but then you're constricting blood vessels. So there's this yang and yang approach to how tea works physiologically in your body that mm. A, increases circulation, which when your body has increased circulation, it, 
it is getting, it's like the, the highways, you know, there's less of a traffic jam and all the different nutrients and everything in your body are flowing a little bit better because lack of circulation is very, very bad, especially like in certain parts of your body. You always want circulation. Um, yes. And that helps with healing and again, boosting your immune system. So when you look at the different components in tea itself, it has components that help dilate the bronchioles, helps with oxygen consumption because it's helping your lungs work better. So there's so many things in the tea plant itself of all these, not just the polyphenols. So polyphenols is a fancy word for antioxidants and people, some people don't realize there are hundreds of antioxidants out there. But um, so the famous one is ECGC that is known in green tea, but it's in all the tea plants itself, white, green, black, oolong, poor. That plant itself has ECGC, but there's other antioxidants in there too. And antioxidants are a, um, it's like a thing that essentially prevents the breakdown of, of um, cells and free radicals that might cause damage and inflammation. So again, that boosts the immune system because it's doing all this preventative maintenance in your body at the same time. So I think I'm probably named off like five things of how tea already like boosts yeah. your immune system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, you said tea in general. So for those, like, obviously there's different kind of like food, there's different qualities of tea, there's different types of tea, there's caffeinated tea, uncaffeinated tea, like, does it matter what tea we're talking about in terms of helping with the immune function or is it kind of a blanket? So tea in itself, doesn't matter what quality tea is it, that um, if you're drinking tea, it's mostly water. So you're staying hydrated. But okay. then if you're wanting the quality of the components of the, um, how much concentration of the tannins, the methylxanthines, the theobromines, those will really depend on the quality of the tea itself. So if you're mostly drinking like stale, stale tea leaves or stale, you know, sticks and twigs, like the leftover parts of the tea leaf, instead of the meaty, green, large leafy part, you're not mm -hmm. gonna get as much nutrients. So can you imagine you living off of like the stems of spinach instead of eating the actual green leafy part? of it, you know, or, yeah. <laughs> or getting really like going to the farmer's market and buying the yellowest, driest vegetables. That doesn't make sense. No, not at all. So even though tea itself is dried in the process of preserving it, because it's how it was created hundreds of years ago for transportation, mm -hmm. even though it's dry, there is still the main component. What was it like before it was dried? what was the quality of that? It's as if like we were fishing in Alaska and we had this, you know, we're fishing for salmon and we spend all this time to go dip netting for some high quality salmon, but we just get like the spawned off salmon that isn't very good anymore. <laughs> and we spent all this time, you know, putting in vacuum sealers, vacuum sealing and put it in the freezer to have some cruddy old quality salmon. Mm -hmm. So there is, a point when the quality of your tea of what it originally was is higher quality because then it holds those nutrients in it in its preservation stage, which is drying. So tea goes through a drying process. Well, it goes through a rolling process and then a drying process. And after it's dried, they actually sort out the tea leaves 
through quality by um, taking these big machine shakers and whatever is the smallest particle is kind of like the leftovers and they sell that at a certain price. And then the mm -hmm. larger the particle sizes by straining it out and shaking the tea leaves, they can mm -hmm. sell them in different grades of sizes. So they don't actually break up or grind up tea leaves for orthodox teas in order to put them into your tea bags at the grocery store. Those are sold based off of what it originally was from the manufacturer or the tea farm. Interesting, okay. And so, you know, advice for those looking for the better quality, I guess, you know, not necessarily just what you're gonna get on the shelf at the grocery store in your tea bag, like what, what should people look for? What's gonna be the most beneficial to them? So in the end, you want to know like what its best buy date is or its shelf life if it doesn't tell you or the company can't tell you when their batch of tea is. It could have gone through like 10 different middlemen before it got to you. It could okay. be like really, really old tea, just like, um, you know, essential oils. So the tea yeah. leaves itself have essential oils, even though they're dried but the more stale they are, they're losing, you know, evaporating their essential oils. So looking at how shiny the tea leaves are is a really good indication before they're wet. When they're dry, they should have a particular sheen to it, like a glossiness. Okay. And, and that kind of gives you a hint to like the essential oils being preserved in those tea leaves um, if you can't find the best by date. And then also knowing um, the, the particle size. So like if you have a very, very tightly rolled jasmine pearls green tea, like when it unrolls that one pearl, usually it's three leaves all attached to each other. Even though it looks like one tiny, like it's smaller than, I think it's, yeah, it's smaller than a dime. So okay. even though it's so tiny looking, it should expand and be huge when it opens up. So you can always weigh your tea leaves by the gram and see how far it opens up. And that's its own natural way um, before vacuum sealing was um, invented, was that the tighter the tea leaves that were rolled into each other, that was a way to preserve its freshness. Because okay. there wasn't plastic bags you know, way back when. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. I'm learning a lot on this, this is really cool. So for those who are, are interested in learning more about tea, because I know you have an event coming up um, next week with, you know, tea and your immune system, basically, how do they find out more and kind of tell me a little bit more about what that event's going to look like? So you can get the link um, at our website at sippingstreams.com on our website, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. But the link itself is actually bit.ly slash immune boosting tea workshop. And that is a five day free online webinar. You don't have to buy any tea from us if you don't want to. You don't even have to own any tea. If you just want to watch and be part of this five day intensive um, online course where I'm going to be teaching you about different teas and herbal teas and what they do and how they boost your immune system. I mean, I gave you a little taste of like the yeah. very general and I didn't even go in depth yet. And I'll be talking more about the holistic properties and again, how tea itself is culturally 
done in a certain way where it just lends itself to boosting your immune system because of the way that you make it and the way you drink it and what it allows you to do. It's a really interesting like philosophy. I guess you would call it Kung Fu Cha. Kung Fu means like the art of. And okay. Cha means tea. And so a lot of people think Kung Fu means, oh, it's martial arts. No, Kung Fu actually means a style, like this specific um, in-depth learning, like a mastery of the art of whatever it is. Like you could do Kung Fu like Tai Chi, which is like the art of the slow motion. It could be martial arts or it could be, you know, just art itself, like drawing or painting. So when you get into tea, it's very interesting because with its history and its cultural background, with its philosophies, the plant really mimics this culture that or philosophy that's um, come up like in Asia and India and China and Japan. It's very, very fascinating. But um, it just easily lends to boosting your immune system because of the lifestyle that it is and what it is. Besides just being like a, a medication or an answer to, you know, helping you with inflammation or helping you with sleep or this or that. That's really cool. And I, I love that. It's a, it brings, like we said earlier, you know, just brings together so many pieces of what being healthy and well actually looks like. And it's, um, you know, like the culture is providing that in an aspect. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so one more time, where can people go to find out more um, about you? So you can go straight to the URL to sign up and it's bit.ly slash immune boosting tea workshop. It starts April 6th. Or you can go to sippingstreams.com and it's on our homepage of our website too. Awesome. And then for those who are listening who are not based in Fairbanks, do you, you have a warehouse and are able to ship and provide tea? Oh yeah, we ship Toronto, tea right? all over the world. So awesome. it's very interesting because we have some very high-end customers in China who buy our tea oh, blend. That so, is very interesting. Yeah. Very cool. And then one more question, actually, before we wrap up. Is your tea, is, is it locally sourced or are you getting tea from elsewhere and making your own blends? So it's both. So we do some of our own Alaskan botanicals that we harvest and process ourselves here in Alaska. But then we also do import tea from all over the world, not just from China, not just from India. And it's very location specific because we want the best quality tea that we can get. And that has to do with the horticulture of the plant itself. Super interesting stuff, Jenny. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There, you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first, 
so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.